0: Well, welcome,
1: everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Love Life. I'm Dr. Jean-Marie Farris, your host, coming to you live on the Voice America Network, shining love light into your hearts and homes to cultivate a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. We have a wonderful show with an amazing guest today, Recover Your Losses, A Journey to Reconnection. You know, loss is a universal experience that we all share. It comes in many forms, tangible and intangible, that define who we believe we are. And at each moment, there's a loss, loss of relationship, job, health, finances, material possessions, loss of our hopes and dreams and many others. It can be overwhelming and challenging and at times seems insurmountable. How can we overcome? Will I ever recover? What's going to happen to me? I know because I have been there. On the verge of losing my sense of self as a result of loss was a severe challenge and in a pivotal yet paradoxical stand-down moment, I surrendered to the power of love and was given a divine life raft and anchor to not just stay afloat, but flourish and thrive. And out of my struggle, I wrote my second book, Journey to Wholeness, Reflections for Transforming Your Life. And to be fearlessly authentic, it takes vulnerability and courage. And the journey of self-discovery is an inside job. As Henry David Thoreau quotes, we are constantly invited to be who we are and to use our creative gifts and talents to uplift inspire and up-level our state of being and others, gives us a sense of purpose and fulfillment. Our guest today does just that. Dr. Rana Afalaki has, she's, she's has a delightful empowering presence with a genuine interest in serving others. She's the founder of Life Changes Coaching, life and business coach, speaker, international bestselling author, periodontist, and she exemplifies her message with this theme, be free, be fun, be fearless. And I love this powerful, yet light-hearted motto. And our show today, Recover Your Losses, A Journey to Reconnection, I welcome Dr. Rana Afalaki. Welcome to our show today.
2: Oh thank you Jean thank you for such an amazing introduction it really is a pleasure to to join you and just as you were speaking that introduction i just had goosebumps all over because everything you say
1: moves me it really does it's phenomenal Well, thank you so much, and I know you have a book out, Women Who Want More, How to Create a Balanced and Fulfilling Life. I mean, that's something that we all desire, and I must share with uh, uh, our audience of listeners and with you as well that I had a wonderful opportunity to meet Dr. Rana at the Epi Awards Extravaganza in Manzanillo, Mexico, and I attended her outstanding workshop. It was awesome, and it inspired me to continue to refresh my own mindset and make empowering choices. Dr. Rana, tell us uh, about this—you know, this loss and change experience. It's a universal life experience. Uh, it comes with many forms of uh, what suffering and grief, and we wonder if we ever will recover. Uh, we feel out of balance, and losses have a way to connect us to our. I guess perceived image of who we think we are and in this day of time in the midst of our world challenge there are many losses uh, of life health jobs changes in family and social connections so there's so much to delve into so tell us uh, what inspired your focus and tell us a little bit about you and your your work as a light change coach.
2: Well, thank you, Jean. Yes, I think I think the first thing to say is through loss, we learn, um, you know, we learn so much more through pain because it forces us to slow down. It forces us to reflect. We get to a point where we have nowhere to hide anymore. And so we're forced to look in the mirror and, you know, and, and reflect on ourselves. Um, for me, I, it took me a long time to wake up. I, I had an awful lot of losses. Uh, in some respects, losses of my childhood and my innocence. Uh, I had loss of my mother. I had uh, lost, uh, risked, or very nearly loss of my incredibly high-profile, uh, successful career uh, and business. And ultimately, when I kept ignoring it, you know, loss of my my health and ending up with a chronic condition. And through all of that, nobody would have known what I was going through because I always had a smile on my face. I was always able to still inspire and lead and motivate people. But in doing that, I gave away so much of myself, so loss of my own energy, that uh, that you know there was nothing left to give, which was very much the case in in pretty much every relationship, personal. Uh, relationship and professional relationship that I had as well so there was a lot of loss there and if we of course the other thing to add to that is that we have choice and so where we learn through losses we also have choice of how to act based on what we learn and we can either bury ourselves we can put our head under the pillow and hope it will all go away which works for a while but eventually something will keep on knocking and keep on knocking, which which was very much my story, um, to the point where, you know, I, I pretty much felt like I'd lost everything and something had to change in my life if I you know, if I it was time to really wake up once and for all and be my true self, be my authentic self, show myself to the world, including all my vulnerabilities, which of course takes an immense amount of of strength. So yeah, I, I, I pretty much hit a very near rock bottom. Uh, was looking at you know do I finally resort to antidepressants? do I finally give in? you know when am I ever going to be happy and 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 at that point, probably very similar to you i I got it together i I engaged my true self, I let the light in if you like, I let the light in and I didn't close the door uh, which i which I'd done in the past and and grew kept growing as a person and which of course inspired the my coaching company when I, I retrained as a core energy coach. And it was light changes everything because light really does change everything to Light Changes Coaching. Yes.
1: (laughs) I love your title, The Light Changes. When I saw that, I was like, gosh, this is so powerful. And of course, my show is Love Light. It's like, okay, we're on the same vibrational. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) You know, you brought up a good point. And I know, gosh, as you were speaking, I I, I could just delve into my own story, you know, because I had health issues as a result of overgiving, overdoing, hiding under the, the guise of perfectionism trying to do more help more and uh, at the same time being drained and uh, yeah (laughs) and you brought up you know all those challenges but what do you do with it Uh, how how do people how can what are your what's your message about how to recover and reconnect what is this all about recovery and reconnection and fulfillment can you just elaborate on that well the first
2: thing is obviously is to recognize it is you know recognize that you have choice you can either ignore it or you can use it as an opportunity and when we as we evolve when we start to become more conscious when we start to resonate at a higher vibration a higher energy level where we do create choice we can see it as an opportunity no one said this was easy no one said this isn't painful it is painful. If you lose your job, if you lose a loved one, it is painful. But it, I suppose it's it's a little bit more than just making the good out of a bad situation.
1: Yes.
2: It's about, because there is no, But the more conscious you become, there is no good or bad. There just is. So we get rid of that judgment. But it's about, we have choice and therefore what is the opportunity? And through opportunity comes purpose, comes growth. And so... If we take that path and we are open to it, we are open to surrendering, we are opening to say, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I grow? And making the choices, then through that, we we evolve and become so much more conscious and so much more powerful. And we're then able, it's, it's a little bit like the aeroplane saga. You know, you always put the mask on yourself first. Yes. Before other people. And so if you do that for yourself and you and at that point, you then create boundaries for yourself, which is equally important. That's not selfish. And obviously, I write a lot about that in my book of lots of ways of how to create those boundaries so that you are not drained. And then once once you've got that solid foundation of yourself, you are then able to reconnect. Now, it's maybe reconnecting with somebody else because you've learned so much more about yourself that you learn how to communicate in a completely different way. You learn Mm -hmm. about how to communicate your needs and you Mm -hmm. learn how to listen in a different way to intuitively listen. You learn how to develop your intuition so that you understand what, what the opportunities in front of you and also where other people are coming from. You um, you reconnect with with your environment. You reconnect with the people. You reconnect with your situations because you've created a solid foundation for yourself. And once you evolve with that reconnection process, is then the next step to really emerge to emerge as as a new you and and have the strength to connect others
1: also. You know that's so powerful because what I realized as personally, as I change, then people around me change. So a lot of times we're trying to make others change, but it's like, okay, I have to get it together myself. And then 100%. people view you, they view you differently and approach you differently. But you have to take that stand. What's your take on that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's not just the words that you say. Because you change within yourself, you take on what you've learned you decide what to do with it, you create choice, you become more conscious. Energy, you know, our our energy is always there. You know, if if we just make energy a very layman's term and and take the woo-woo out of it, it becomes, you know, we all, you know, you walk into a room and you think, oh, this place has a really good vibe about it. What are we talking about? We're talking about energy. So, of course, as we become more conscious, the energy that comes from us is different. And of course, people pick up on that. So if we, if we, for example, if we put ourselves in a very, what we would think of as a negative environment, you know, and say a working environment where everybody's moaning and everybody's down, it drags us down. But also, our moaning and negativity drags the people around us down as well. You may notice friends start to drop off because they don't want to hear you moaning and being unhappy. And conversely, when you're really upbeat, you also attract the situations and the people around you who are really upbeat as well. And this all comes down to the energy and our level of consciousness, which, again, obviously, this is the emphasis within my book. It's all about uh, those different energy levels and how we can create. Situations we can create social circles, we can create environments, but it has to start with us.
1: That is so important and so powerful because you know energy is like an abstract uh, term, <laughs> and uh, people you know some people understand it and some people don't really know well, what is that about. And I love your explanation of that because everything is energy, right? <laughs> And how we but radiate this energy.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and some some people, you know, some people can, can understand it. Some people struggle with it, especially when we take it further and we start talking about, you know, money being, and abundance being energy as well. I think that's a really hard thing for people to understand. But then when you start thinking that energy flows, and so if you think of it, money, for example, we pass money on. Money, money flows through us. We receive money and we give money. Therefore, it's flowing and then mm-hmm. when you describe it in that way, you think, ah, okay, I get that. And then it's the same with thoughts. If we think, you know, a thought is actually energy, Yes, but which is can be difficult. But then if someone thinks, oh, well, okay, when I think about a sad time in my life, then... I end up, you know, I end up sort of feeling like I want to become a recruit recluse, and I go into myself. Whereas when I think about really happy times, I feel my body open up, and I want to smile, and that becomes an easier way of understanding the energy that is behind the thought, because it then shifts your behavior.
1: That is so important. I think one uh, important point for me is how thought becomes things <laughs> and it materializes oh, it and into as forms. As and
2: <laughs> words. Yes, thought, thoughts are things. He says that so beautifully, doesn't he?
1: yes yes and and so as you look at you know what what thoughts am I thinking you know and if I'm going into a negative mode I try to shift myself out of it because it's like okay I don't want this to materialize into form and how can I shift quickly it's like be the gatekeeper of your thoughts
2: (laughs) very much so and what happens is because our thoughts, our actions, the way we behave, are so ingrained in us based on our upbringing, based on our everyday life. we don't even notice we're doing it. We don't even notice that uh, what we're thinking and what we're saying. So I find it very interesting that when I'm coaching clients, they'll be speaking, and it's almost like i'm I'm plucking the thoughts and the behaviors out from what they're saying, so it comes out of them and they can suddenly look at it and think, "Oh." Wow, I didn't even notice that. And then they make a choice. Do I want to keep that or do I want to change it? And that's how you shift yourself.
1: Wow, that's a powerful point because our thoughts can be be so automatic (laughs) and we don't really think about what we're saying and how that's gonna materialize and form and Uh, that's so powerful to really look at what we're thinking and, and, you know, just be that gatekeeper and monitor, as they say, look upon your thoughts and you're not the thought, just look upon it and, you know, make a change when necessary. So that is so powerful.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's easier. It's easier said than done, of course, which is where... Where the core energy coaching process that I do helps helps clients do that because with core energy, it's about, you know, you, you might have a really anxious feeling in your stomach and you don't know why. So it's a case of, okay, let's pluck everything out and then we can work out why. And suddenly it's all on the table in front of you and then you can choose. But it's not natural for us to think about what we're thinking.
1: <laughs> yes, that is so true. It's, it's like an automatic uh, process. It's and so I-
2: ingrained so ingrained in us. It's so ingrained. So when you choose to change, when you choose to recover your losses, that is very much the first step.
1: I love your, uh, your talk about core energy. And of course, when we come from our break, I'd like for you to really talk more about core energy and how this affects us and, you know, really enlighten us on how to make these changes and choices because we make choices every moment of the day. Absolutely. So, so now we're gonna take a quick commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with Dr. Rana Afalaki, life and business coach, founder of Life Changes Coaching, best-selling author on "Recover Your Losses: A Journey to Reconnection."
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
3: Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lovers Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Are you ready to face changes in your life? For many, that answer might be no, not yet, or never. Whether positive or negative, moving forward or stepping back, change is the one important constant in our life. Learn how to deal with change on A New You with host Liz Tupling. The show will help you move through personal transformation by providing a GPS, if you will, to guide you on the journey to your better self. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome
1: back, everyone. You've been listening to Love Light, living in the spirit of love with your host, Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Coming back from commercial break, we'll continue with Dr. Rana Afalaki, international best-selling author, life and business coach, founder of Life Changes Coaching, uh, Recover Your Losses, A Journey to Reconnect. She's also the author of a book, women who want more: How to create a more balanced and fulfilled life. And Dr. Rana, I know we uh, left off uh, talking about core energy, but I want to uh, bring up a point. I know your book uh, uh, has a focus on women. Do you work with others?
2: Oh yeah, I do. It was just literally a, a, something that came from the publishers who said, you know, you need to you need to narrow down your market. So an awful lot of men have read the book and, okay. and loved it, and loved it as well. But but also but I do love working I I love working with anybody who is a doer. If anybody really wants to make a change, then they are my perfect client because we get on so well. We you know our energies are a match that way. So my my, most of my clients are uh, are you know powerful professional women. Typically you know busy women who are leaders or business owners who have drive. But obviously you know you you end up struggling with. Uh, with keeping everything
1: afloat, with finding perfect balance and with finding fulfillment. And, and, you know, what's so amazing is how we we don't keep our own cup filled (laughs) and we keep giving and over giving until we're our energy is drained. So you brought up that point in the first segment. So uh, I know your book is just awesome, not only for women, but for everyone. But we left off from the first. Go ahead. Sure
2: funny because the 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 one the one thing whenever I mention the word boundaries to anybody they're like oh yeah I need to I need to sort out some boundaries and I don't know how to do it at which point it's like read the chapter in the book and they're like oh yeah that's really because it's one thing we don't we don't get taught it's such a flippant comment we often hear you know oh I've got to put boundaries in place but most people have no idea how to do that
1: well, why do people feel guilty about it? It's You know, they feel like they have to sacrifice themselves to please others. I know because I've been there until I, again, uh, drained my energy and had to seek my own personal boundaries and balance for myself. Can you talk a little bit about that whole issue of finding balance? And I know we left off talking about core energy. Can, mm-hmm. you, can you just yeah, elaborate we can, we can, on that?
2: We can, mm-hmm. we can link them together, really. Um, okay. The, the the core energy coaching it's a very it's a different type of coaching. Traditional coaching just tends to deal with the situation, so you deal with the situation, you put action plans in place, you get on with it, result. But it never really shifts the person. So they 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 almost train themselves to deal with another situation uh, in the same way. Core energy coaching is a, is kind of what, it comes in from what you were saying about how you've noticed as you've changed the situations have changed around you and that's exactly what core energy coaching does we ultimately coach the person yes there are situations but of course the person then learns from those situations they grow from those situations back to recover your losses you have an opportunity to grow and so as you shift Your energy, you know, you might be feeling really angst and really annoyed and not knowing where to go with something. And after a coaching session, you feel that massive release because you have a plan. But also you've had an opportunity to find out more about yourself. So you start to shift as a person. Your core energy, which is your level of consciousness, shifts. You start to feel powerful, you start to be able to make choices, and then you're able to deal with any situation. And we have actually, you know, you, you and I both come from an academic and scientific background, so we, you, you I know you've published papers yes. and journals, as have I. Yes. You're but there have been, there has been, you know, research that has been conducted showing that when we do this core energy process, it achieves much higher, more sustainable, longer term and faster results than traditional uh, traditional coaching. And the, the studies that have been done are based on an assessment that uh, we do. And I know at the end of the show, we're going to do like a mini one on you. But we get what we call a value called your average resonating energy level. And that is related to your level of consciousness. Once you get it over a certain threshold, the studies show you have you are a much more successful and have much higher levels of satisfaction in 14 different aspects of your life including financial success relationship success communication Uh, boundaries, career, success, lifestyle, and so on. So it really has been proven to be incredibly effective. Um, And I do obviously write about it in the book, and I talk about the different energy levels and typical things that they represent, back to this idea that they represent different thoughts, different beliefs, different actions. So I'll share a story with you as an example. I had um, uh, one particular client who... um, who was experiencing uh, a real, real troubles in finding balance with her career and in trying to decide uh, which direction to go on. And she w- was really frustrated because she was always working incredibly hard and yet she wouldn't see the financial gain. And she couldn't motivate her team. So she, what would happen is she would end up being the one who would drive everything. She would end up being the one who would delegate but the team wouldn't do what she wanted to do so she would do it herself. She would be the one who was in the office all hours and yet the money money never changed no matter how hard she worked. She would be ended up being the one whose health started being affected, who didn't have time to go to the gym and and do exercise, who ended up eating junk food, whose relationships she was putting everything into her business her relationships were just suffering. There was a pattern that kept repeating itself with relationships that she thought were going somewhere and then they weren't. She was just really lost. I mean, you would meet this person and she seemed like a really um, uh, amazing, vibrant person. But as we tapped into it, we, you know, we were able to unlock what was going on deep down inside. So effectively, core energy would peel off the layers Mm. Um, she had an awful lot of what we call level one and level two energy, which are the two very destructive types of energy that really contribute to your health in a negative way because they're associated with all those stress hormones that we see of you know, cortisol uh, going on. And so she was nearing, uh, finding herself feeling really overwhelmed, not being anywhere near as productive as she could be, not delegating very well feeling guilty, feeling powerless, occasionally jumping up to level two where she would be frustrated and then have a go at her team. But level two is also associated with control. So she was delegating, but then she was taking control again and unable to really communicate with her team in an effective way. And her, and there were no boundaries at all. So we shifted her from being this primarily low levels of energy through the coaching process till her average level, got a lot lot higher into that level of average resonating at a higher conscious level and we got her to the stage where she sorted out her business she got everybody on board she got buying from all her team she was able to delegate she had more energy she could fit back into her clothes oh my goodness (laughs) more money and you know and and is now in a really happy relationship all with those changes starting to occur from the first session. And all of this happened between three and six months. So it's really, really powerful.
1: And it's not a long process. You you began to see immediate results.
2: Right, you really do. You do, Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. notice it around you. You know, I've had uh, another client who was particularly—you know—one of the biggest features was people just always thought she was angry. So her team would be really concerned about approaching her about things because she would flare up, and they never knew how to take her. I mean, by the end of the coaching process, aside from all the other successes she had, people thought she was on drugs. They (laughs) they, they just thought, "What are you taking?" What has happened? (laughs) She was just so calm and she was just giving off this vibrant energy of peace and calm and joy, that's which is associated with level six. Um, mm. So it, it really is an incredibly powerful process. So that's the core energy. And the aspect of balance is obviously it, it's about it's about needing to balance every aspect of our lives Um and I, I highlight this in the book, obviously, with my own story where I would be career obsessed and my relationships would suffer or my health would suffer. Mm-hmm. Or then I, you know, put everything into my relationship. I get so incredibly drained that I'd end up ill uh, or, you know, or I would or I would use career to hide from something else. So it, the the concept of balance is actually I, I, I use this analogy of, of uh, towards the end of the book of think of yourself standing in um, standing in the middle of a, a flower which has several petals and each of those petals represent different aspects of your life if you're, step, if you're a stay in the middle of the petal and you don't have to stay bang in the middle there are different times of our life where we need to put more emphasis on our family say we've got kids or on our relationship or on our career if we've got big projects or whatever or on our health or on our parents for example but we still have to stay in the middle of the in middle of the flower but just different parts of it
1: oh i love it mm-hmm.
2: if we, otherwise if we start to walk out onto one petal too far when you get to the end of the petal you're going to start tipping the stalk over mm-hmm. and the more you tip over the stalk eventually the stalk is going to bend so much that it's going to break. So, of course, the water. think of the water needing to get through a flower to keep it alive. It gets through the stem. If you bend that stem too much, that water can't get through. It's going to break. And so it's exactly the same. We are the stem holding ourselves up, and we are the flower. If we bend too far in one direction, there's there's no energy. There's no more energy to come to us to to, to keep us going. So that That is the importance of, of balance, and if you don't have that in your life, you some other aspect will suffer you go too far in one direction something else will suffer we work too hard we don't get to have any fun you know we 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 play too hard we don't get to have the financial gains it's about creating balance which is my area of specialty in my coaching is very much to help people find and create well, exactly what my tagline says, be fun, be free, be fearless. But I'm a big believer in needing to have fun and enjoyment because, you know, we're we're here on on this planet, we're here in this life to experience. And while we're all effectively going through losses and growth, particularly at the moment, um, that we all have opportunities, opportunities to grow. And I think now more than ever, we're starting to realise while we're at home having to work and at home dating and looking after our kids and working and having our relationships and, and doing our exercise, you know, home has become a place for everything. So I think now more than anything is a, is a lesson and an opportunity to realise just how in sync or out of balance our lives may have been. And therefore we have a choice as we emerge from this current crisis What do we want to do with the rest of our lives? Do we want to change the way we work? Do we want to change our relationship? Do we want to change what we do with our children? Do we want to change the way we eat and exercise and have leisure time? What do we want to do? Yes,
1: that, I love the analogy of the flower because, you know, mm-hmm. most people, some people love that visual vi- visualization of the flower. I, I just imagine that and that can in itself take you to a meditation zone <laughs> where you That's- can really look at where you are. I love that creative mm-hmm. approach.
2: Mm-hmm. And I am I am a very visual person. So I, I love to do that with, with people. I love to do that when I guide meditations. I love to do that with clients. Uh, And the the thing, a lot of people will think that they can't visualise, they have a lot of trouble visualising, but it's about understanding visualisation is not just seeing a picture, visualisation is all senses, so you may visualise through imagining words or hearing or smelling Visualization, we use the term, but it's not what we do with our eyes, it's what we do with our bodies. it's what we do with our senses.
1: Oh, I love that. Not just a, a one, one focus and just seeing things, but we can actually look at it from all perspectives.
2: Yeah, and that's what makes it so much more powerful. Mm -hmm. So when we do a a neurovisual meditation, say for manifesting, for creating, um, it's about, you know, we, we get somebody to the point where, yes, they can see and create their ideal image, their ideal world, but they then tap into the feelings. What does it feel like to be in that? world or in that reality you know what can you smell what can you what can you sense Mm. and as you engage it all the senses it becomes more powerful because that's when you trigger changes in the brain that's when we get to neuroplasticity that's when our brain starts to change and that's when we are open to
1: other opportunities as well oh that's so powerful now we talk a lot on my show about self-love and self-worth and uh how does this all play a role in terms of, you know, the mindset change and things like that. We may not have time to talk about it all before we go into commercial break. But do you have any thoughts about that oh, in terms yeah. of self love yeah. and self worth?
2: So that is the core, Gene. That is the core. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> it really
2: is, is the core because until you can learn to have that, if you just if you don't like what you see, if you feel guilty, if you feel powerless. You are constantly resonating at level one energy, and therefore that's what you will attract. The energy you give out is what you get back. Uh, so you will attract like or similar energy. It's the simple law of physics. So self-love, and again, you know, this is the whole um, first few chapters in my book, is about the need for forgiveness and the need for self-love. Because when we don't forgive, be it forgive ourselves, forgive situations, forgive people around us, we hold on to that negative energy. It's in our bodies, in our systems. We have to release it in order to grow, in order to recover your losses. You have to release it. You have to release the anger. You have to release the frustration. You have to release the resentment, uh, so, and which is all the process of, of forgiveness. And loving is about needing to, to love. We need to love ourselves and we need to forgive everything around us if we're going to grow as people otherwise it's just negative energy that sits in our core
1: wow that is so powerful releasing that negative energy letting go of what no longer serves us well yes i love that i love that that's so powerful and especially about forgiveness Uh, Something that we can do to release ourselves from those chains, uh, chains that bind and that stuff energy. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. So don't go away. Stay tuned for more of Love Light with Dr. Rana Afalaki. Recover your losses, a journey to reconnection.
3: America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa,
2: play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn.
3: Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lovers Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness PEP for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your
0: communities. Many people don't like to talk about death, but like it or not, it's going to happen to you, me, your loved ones, and everyone. It's best to ask the important question sooner than later. That's where inspiring end-of-life conversations with host Nina Impala can help. We cover all of the important questions, including aging loved ones, cancer, losing a child, hospice, pets, and messages left by our loved ones. Tune in Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com that's Gene72Farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: Well, welcome back to our show, Love Light. I'm your host, Dr. jean Marie Farish, with our amazing guest, Dr. Rana Afalaki, founder of Light Changes Coaching, best selling author, life and business coach on Recover. Your Losses, A Journey to Reconnection. I have been so empowered just listening to you, Dr. Rana, and about all the things that you do in terms of light coaching and how we need to really preserve and conserve our energy, seek balance to have a more fulfilling life. And the fact that we are the ones who have to make the choices. And it's not easy, but we have to start somewhere. So fulfillment, I know we all talk about fulfillment. It gives us a sense of wholeness. And I know your book really highlights how to create a more balanced and fulfilled life. Uh, is there anything you like to say to, the, uh, to us to kind of keep us motivated in this realm of fulfillment, having a fulfilling life? What is that? What does that mean?
2: You know it's um I I've, read, I've published a couple of articles recently um and and I started using this term which will be the title of my next book a uh, wantaholic Oh so we, we, we know interesting. <laughs> We know you know we know what a workaholic is and a wantaholic equally will have typical signs and symptoms and I think I was certainly a wantaholic and a wantaholic is somebody who actually we look outside of ourselves for that sense of fulfillment. It's always the, oh, when I get that new house, I will be so happy. Oh, I will be able to relax. When I buy that new car, when I get married, when I have my child, when I drop, when I lose 20 pounds, it's all, you know, it's, it's about wanting. But what we're wanting is we're wanting rather than being Yes. So what we want to be, to be fulfilled, is beaholics rather than wantaholics.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> and, you know, because and, all of these things uh, really fragment us, you know, and we're we're just all out of sorts. And, you know, we have to find our way, connect, reconnect back to our true self.
2: <laughs> absolutely. And it stops us from being ourselves because it's always when that happens, I will xyz when i get that i this will happen whereas actually if we just actually let's stop looking about you know when when my bank balance has i don't know you know a million Mm dollars in it Mm -hmm. i will Mm -hmm. i will be happy Mm -hmm. try being happy now because if you start being happy now whatever that means to you you will resonate at a higher level Mm -hmm. of energy and you are much more likely to get the one million dollars because because you're going to be attracting it uh, which is obviously what we do through part of the coaching process but uh, so that's how you get fulfillment it's about being rather than wanting it's about being rather than doing and once you learn to be which of course comes back to the surrender process and it comes back to the core looking into yourself and becoming you will, your energy will will attract and create exactly, exactly what you want. You know, you may be spiritual, you may just be into empowerment you know whatever your whatever your cup of tea is as it were you know being a brit i have to talk about cups of tea don't you Yes you, have to. <laughs> <laughs> you do hail
1: from england so. <laughs> yes.
2: but but that that is the sense of fulfillment to the point when when yes. you can just you know despite what's going on at the moment a lot of a lot of people will be feeling uh overwhelmed they'll be feeling distressed they'll be feeling scared fearful fearful for their health fearful for their jobs fearful for their their families, uh, and, and fearful because of the unknown. Yes. But when you get to a point where you are, have an inner sense of fulfillment, despite whatever's going on around you, you are still joyful. You are still peaceful. And being joyful or being luminous, as I call it, is different to being happy. We have days when we are happy and days when we are sad. But, but despite all that, you can still be luminous and you can
1: still be peaceful. I love that. I love that term luminous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it lights you up. It's, you know, you feel yep. with the love light and you radiate light Absolutely. and love.
2: Exactly. Exactly that. So
1: one thing I know uh sometimes you get you know, really out of sorts, and need ways to kind of reconnect or refresh yourself. For me, it's always nature. You know, I know when I'm kind of getting overpowered, and I have to just put things down and reconnect, and go into nature and calm myself. What are your thoughts about that?
2: Absolutely. You know, the power of the power of nature. Just taking, and they've again, mm-hmm. they've done scientific studies on this. You know, mm-hmm. I I have become a tree hugger where I used to laugh yeah. at, <laughs> <laughs> but but even you if too, it, huh? Oh uh, yeah. But even if you just take your socks off and walk on the ground, you walk on grass, it does, it it grounds you. It really does ground you. But the reconnection is, is about, it's, it's, it's not about, it's not about reaching out to other people. It's about reaching to what's inside of those people. So it's about, Things that are at a deeper level is what's actually going to bring you joy. You know, if we think about social media, you're, you, you may have like a ton of likes on a post that you might put out, for example, and that might give you a sense of happiness and purpose and belief. But then that's gone. That's gone in an instant. Right, you know, right. Where is the, where is the connection? Mm-hmm. But if you if you connect and you put that connection behind everything that you do, Every connection that comes back to you will be so much stronger and so much deeper. I mean, it's a very, very complex subject, obviously, and again, obviously again, this is all all part of the the coaching process uh, that we do that allows your your connections. and And then what happens is as you start to resonate, like you said yourself, you notice the people around you are more um are different uh, mm-hmm. because you have changed. And therefore, and, your connections with those people are different, effectively, because you're connecting with your tribe, as it were.
1: You know, and, of it, course, it, some, some people fall away. <laughs>
2: yes, mm-hmm. and it's okay for that, but mm-hmm, it, becomes, mm-hmm. it becomes, everything becomes more fulfilling. You exactly. can connect with nature, you can connect with people, but what you've got to do is you've got to connect with something that has energy.
1: And I think it's it's what sustains us. Like you say, the likes you get on Facebook, as soon as you like them, uh, you get a like, you're looking for the next like. <laughs> but what really sustains you inside? That That's so important. I think the litmus test for me is how I feel. I always ask myself, how does this make you feel? And if it, you know, it's like tuning into my intuitive, you know, thoughts and, you know, my feelings and how does this really make me feel? And if I feel joyous about it or trying to raise my vibration to be higher and more positive, I want to stay at that level. It's a lovely place to be, isn't it? It is. And I know you have a test, so let's get I busy do, with it. <laughs> I've already been, I've
2: already been, as we've been speaking, I've already been kind of tuning into you and listening very carefully to some of the words you've been using, which are helping me. But I thought it would be really fun to kind of do uh, like a mini sure. version of the the energetic makeup. Wonderful. By, so I could give you an idea of what your typical default is uh, of these energy levels and what they mean. So I have a couple of questions for you. Sure, yeah. sure. So uh, how much do you tend to delegate tasks versus do things yourself?
1: Well, primarily now, uh, since I'm not in the academic arena, (laughs) I do a lot uh, myself because I have my show and I write books. I'm Mm -hmm. uh, uh, writing a book that's going to soon be published. So actually, I'm really doing a lot myself because writing a book, I have to write that myself. And as I uh, put together my shows, I'm, Mm -hmm. you know working on that, but then I do get ideas from the guests, from the Voice America team, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I love the idea of teamwork, even though I have certain responsibilities, I always like to, you know, connect with others to see, okay, how what is how does this feel, or what, what do you think about this, or even with guests, you know, to get their take on it. So, I guess, in essence, I do delegate to a certain extent to get more input on what Will uh, you know be more fulfilling uh, in terms of what I'm writing or in terms of what we're broadcasting? Okay, okay. And and how much of
2: a go to person are you for to support other people?
1: Oh, I think uh, I have always been a go to person. Yeah, <laughs> that's and been, that still- that's been my <laughs> <laughs> that's been my nemesis and my positive quality because I have been an over giver and a uh, 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 people pleaser, and I allow people to, you know, and of course I've, I've really, you know, uh, curtailed that uh, as I looked at self-love and self-worth for myself, but now I seek balance more so. But uh, uh, okay. for me, you know, it's, it's, it's really important to, you know, take care of myself first.
2: Okay. And if somebody were to criticize you, would it what's the first thing you would feel do you would you feel
1: frustrated unjust or would you retaliate no retaliation actually mm-hmm. I really try to go inside and say okay well if this is a comment let me really look at you know objectively what you know what happened that perhaps warranted that particular comment and look at how i might you know really look at changing that or you know making some improvement i i am really trying to refrain from being judgmental and really trying to be more objective as i look at changes i need to make for myself so actually i welcome <laughs> comments and thoughts to maybe move me to a higher level wonderful and last question then
2: how proactive are you when you decide to do something once you make a decision to do something
1: oh I'm very proactive I'm a doer You're a <laughs> but, do- but I'm really moving into more being too as well but uh, I really uh, have always taken charge and you know uh, accomplished goals and things of that nature
2: OK, wonderful. So just from that brief discussion, your your average, your typical energy default when things are going well for you. It sounds like you're probably someone who's a level four to six, which is somebody who is resonates at a very high level, very highly conscious and is able to shift um uh, from from giving to other people into actually a lot of sense of joy and peace. And interestingly, when you're stressed, when things aren't going well for you, it sounds like you're very much a level one, five, which again is really rare, but uh, quite phenomenal. So you can start off with a sense of overwhelm, but then able you're able to shift into opportunity and purpose. You're generally a very strong person who is very joyous, who manages to bring and inspire other people, certainly a leader in life, massive sense of purpose and joy uh, with a very, very high ability to tap
1: into intuition. That's a really
2: brief one because I know we're running out of time.
1: Yes, well, but thank, thank you so much. I'd love to connect with you more to learn more about myself and what I need to change. Uh-huh. Now let's, t- tell me how can people connect with you and tell us about your free, your giveaway.
2: Yeah, so my, my free giveaway is to, is if anybody would like to contact me by email, which is uh, me at lightchangescoaching.com like being l-i-g-h-t then i would love to then send them a link for a call with me and we can do a little bit of this core energy work with them and for me to do this mini quiz on them as well and say give them an idea of exactly where their energy, what their energetic makeup is which will give them a tangible idea about what what level they resonate at, what opportunities that provide for them in life, where they may be going wrong and where they could uh, grow, where the opportunities are to, to evolve from that, but what effect their current energy levels may be having on their life. So well, it's coach, coach me at okay. lightchangescoaching.com.
1: Well, thank you, Dr. Rainer, for joining us today. Uh, we've really enjoyed your inspiring message. And I would love to just uh, uh, close out with a, a thought. Love is a verb. Too often we underestimate the power of a touch, a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, or the smallest act of caring, all of which have the potential to turn a life around. And these are inspiring words from Leo Buscaglia. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks to the Voice America team for making our show a reality and shining their love light around the world. And remember that empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Join us next week for Raising Consciousness to the Vibration of Love with our guest Millie Derricks. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to Love Light this week.